0: I almost forgot, you're not afraid of bullets. Come here, take my son away. If any prisoners try to get in your way, I have my permission to kill him. Yes, sir.
1: <laughs>
0: Ricky Ho, let's see if you can deal with me. You think you're real tough. I'm a lot tougher than you think. The warden of any prison has to be the very best in Kung Fu. Now see for yourself. <laughs> yeah. oh.
2: Generation Loss, welcome to the show. It's the show where me and Jeremy watch movies, and also Katie Rose Leon is here this week.
1: Hi! (laughs) Hi!
0: (laughs) That's right, Katie in the motherfucking uh, hot seat this week.
1: (laughs) Oh no! You're
0: you're joining us uh, in the back of the class, where the the bad kids sit.
2: (laughs) Where we don't pay attention to the rules, or the lesson.
0: We're in the AV club, but it's not cool that we are.
2: <laughs> Is it ever cool?
0: No, that we it's are? not. I was thinking of like, uh, like, because the AV kids are always dorks in movies. They're right. never.
1: <sighs> I bet currently though they're pretty smart because then. Like, all the kids do their TikToks and YouTube stuff now. Yeah, I was going to say, the
0: the kids who are in the AV club are definitely, like, it's probably not called AV anymore. It's probably just called, like, YouTubers Society.
1: (laughs) No, it's probably called, like, Media Lab or something annoying like that. Yeah, something like
0: that, yeah. (laughs) But, like, all little kids want to be YouTubers now. It's wild.
2: Yeah, that's the whole thing. It's like the new punk rock.
0: Yeah, well, it's the new, like, movie star, I guess. It's like when you used to say, like, I want to be a movie star, and they all... They all want to have like a YouTube channel where they like open big bags of candy and pour it out <laughs> on a table. And...
2: <laughs> they wanna have a show where they dress up like a woman and talk about Lacan. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I've been um That's the show I watch. <laughs> so as we've we've talked about this already that I'm I'm building a new computer right now and um I've been watching a lot of YouTube content around it and like what i've realized is that like the youtube thumbnail is possibly the cringiest form of media that exists on the planet.
1: <laughs> oh yeah. yeah. It's a bad one. It is behind in terms of graphic design and 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 respectability for sure.
0: Yeah, and somehow everybody's got it in their head now that like the way to to entice people to watch your little video about what motherboard you need is to just have like your eyes wide open and your mouth also (laughs) wide open.
2: (laughs) You have to soy face.
0: You have to, you have no choice.
2: There is only one face to make on YouTube and it is full of soy.
0: But what's weird is that they're all Nazis. Everyone on YouTube (laughs) is like a fascist, but they're also like doing the soy face.
2: (laughs) Well, Uh, you know, maybe they're doing it ironically.
0: Maybe. That could maybe, be. Yeah, why maybe not?
2: Maybe
1: it's like the comedy del arte or whatever, where you're like, it's a suggestion of emotion, so you can see yourself <laughs> reflected back in the thumbnail of the Nazi.
0: Yeah, you're, you're looking at it like, what if? What if <laughs> it felt like that to have this motherboard <laughs> and also hate the Jews? It's,
1: <laughs> it's uh, the YouTube
2: Kulishov effect. <laughs> <laughs>
1: All right, give me two seconds. I have to turn my air conditioner on. I'm in denial. Hold on. All right. (laughs) (laughs) How hot you are. (laughs) I thought I could make it.
0: (laughs) We'll put in a little Spanish flea here. (laughs) Oh, could you do that on, like, the cool synth?
2: Yeah. Oh, right (laughs) now? That would be so
0: funny to do, like, a big synth goth version of a little Spanish
1: flea. (laughs)
0: <laughs> With like big ass like nine inch nails drums behind it.
1: <laughs> You're just speaking my language. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how to play the song.
2: <laughs>
0: yeah, you got to look it up.
2: <laughs> yeah, look it up. You can anyway, put you, uh, We'll card it at the end. You can put it in.
0: Yeah, let's uh, let's do the show, huh? All what
2: right. What do you the
0: say, show. gang? Uh, Katie, what 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 else did you watch this week aside from uh, Ricky-O?
1: I watched a bunch of shit. Uh I watched finally the entire Watchmen HBO series cuz it got put free on Hulu last weekend. Mm-hmm. Oh. And I watched um The Reanimator and oh, the uh,
2: Stuart Gordon movie. Yes. Yeah, that movie fucking rules.
1: Yeah, well, because I've been thinking a lot about actors who are like just total psychos, <laughs> like just like across all roles. And oh, what's his name that plays the reanimator guy? It's such the a doctor. Yeah.
2: Mm. Is I'm, I'm he? Are you saying people who are psychos in real life, or just people who play psychos?
1: Just like actors, that their choices, you're just like you're a fucking nut job. Like yeah, Bruce every, Abbott. Yes, yes. Uh, I love him. He's he's <laughs> like even when you see him in a really shitty like you know straight to DVD movie, he's just like giving it his all. I oh, really yeah. like him. And yeah, in Watchmen, uh, Jeremy Irons is like an aged. Ozymedeus, or however the fuck you yeah, say Yeah, yeah, yeah. What did you <laughs> I, think of
0: Watchmen overall?
1: I was surprised how good it was. I really... Right? I, th- I thoroughly enjoyed it. It wasn't that I was obstinate to watching it before. I just, like, you know, there's only so many hours in the day. Um, yeah, and, like,
0: <laughs> when somebody pitches to you, like... The the leftovers guy is making Watchmen. You're like, I don't think that's going to be good.
1: Yeah, it's like <laughs> I don't need to see that. But it, it actually was. I thought it was pretty good. There was only a couple things that I was just like, all right. But you know, overall, very enjoyable experience. I was I was yeah. surprised.
0: I I've found that there's been two like uh, arcs that I see among people who watch it. Uh, who end up liking it which is one is is you like it at the beginning and then it starts to veer off at the end or you didn't like it at the beginning and then it starts to get good at the end and I'm, I'm curious which of those if if either you see yourself in
1: um I think I mean I liked it mostly overall I'm probably somewhere in between because my main complaint really was just that dr manhattan learned how to love after all and i'm like that's just not <laughs> what that character is
0: yeah that's just not Th-
1: what that character is i but besides that i was like all right i mean i guess they need all this other shit to happen so so we can have a black lady dr manhattan which i'm fine with
0: yeah, that's where it kind of ends up is Black Lady Dr. Manhattan. But that was I think that was kind of my big uh, criticism of it in the end was like now it's kind of in the rear view a little bit. So I don't super remember it as well. But like, I do remember thinking that kind of everything around Dr. Manhattan kind of ended up being pretty ridiculous. But it's also really hard not to be.
1: Yeah, because that character shouldn't ever be made into a, 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 a an animated medium, but here we are. You know what I mean? Right. So they you had gotta, to.
0: Yeah, he's got to stay in a comic book.
1: Right, he's not meant to be on screen. Uh, it, so, he's like Superman. So he just like
0: can't. You just it doesn't translate right. to film,
1: especially. Mm the ethos of the Watchmen universe. But it's pretty shady that they put it for free on Hulu because the whole thing is just about like how all cops are white supremacists. Like, that's the main four, like plot of the entire show, which I'm like, right. okay. <laughs> shady. <laughs> I like
2: it.
0: Yeah.
1: I mean, I mean you still that's a corporation, where... so where's your money at? But that's a whole other thing.
2: I feel like I've heard very like, politically, because Watchmen generally is a show where people or is an is a property where people either people have a lot of arguments about it but like i wasn't expecting the tv show to have so much like political argument and some people say it's like really good and some people say it's really racist or something i i i haven't seen it (laughs) but i should watch it probably
1: um yeah i mean you know i only have my perspective to watch it from I think mm-hmm. it was pretty good, but I, you know, I'm not going to, like, defend it to the death. I'm too old and tired to give a shit.
0: <laughs> right. It's, the problem is that it's, it's wrapped up in a property that, I think we've talked about this around the movie before, that, like, people just tend to have much stronger opinions about overall, because yeah. they're afraid that they're going to have to read another book. <laughs> you know, I think people just genuinely are afraid that, like, if the movie's good, then, like, they didn't have to have read that book. And then everybody will know that, you know, everyone will know the plot of The Watchmen, and now they, they don't get to hold that over people anymore. And I think that's kind of the same thing with the TV show, where, like, people just had stronger opinions about it at the beginning because they're like, this is The Watchmen. I've built a lot of my identity around this. You mm-hmm. know? Which is
1: like, that is such a boring old type of nerd. We are yeah. past right. that in the comic book nerd plot line you know it's uh it's done you know that kind of person doesn't get to do that anymore we have the internet i'm so sorry (laughs) you don't live inside kevin smith's little new jersey bubble it's okay
2: (laughs) (laughs) and especially because like i remember alan moore was just like considered a genius for basically writing stories that it had research like (laughs) 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 Like, he really... Did. I mean, they were clever and very interesting to, like, have stories that, like, actually were based in some sort of, like, historical analysis. But, like, it's it doesn't... It seems obvious now to be like, I know about the fact... I know about historical things that happened. Right. It's like, okay. <laughs> well, you're not a genius for that, but it's a good story. Yeah, and is the, <laughs>
0: is the political critique of the Watchmen overall, is it even, like... If it were to come out now, would it even be particularly clever, or is it just no. that it existed during a time <laughs> where, like, you know, superheroes just weren't treated that way?
2: Well, not only, not only that, it was, like, written during, like, Thatcherism. Right. So it was like, no one was critiquing neoliberalism, and no one was critiquing the ruling class. And then to use superheroes to do it, people were like what is this <laughs> and i think n- now people are just like yeah that makes sense of course every idiot on twitter with a rose emoji is like all superheroes are fascists like everyone gets that right but also um,
1: like yeah it's like who cares i i i you know yeah I, i'm not 17 in my freshman year of art school anymore it's it's all good <laughs> i don't need to have this conversation ever again forever yeah.
0: But yeah, then they because keep making the, big thing, the show. The <laughs> big thing about superheroes is that they're not real. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Oh word. <laughs> That's kind of the biggest thing for me. Oh word. Oh word. They this don't exist. Like, yeah. Yeah.
1: They <laughs> have no impact on my real life, which is yeah. very complicated and happening right now.
0: <laughs> uh-huh. And it grows ever more complex by the day. Yeah.
1: But as a show, pretty fine, right? Yeah, as a piece of entertainment, pretty fun. Yeah, I'm not going to, like, you know, watch it if you want. It'll be fine. (laughs) (laughs) All right, Jeremy, what did you watch? Uh,
0: I watched um, Zodiac. I'd never seen it before. What? I'd seen, like, I've seen so many other movies, but I'd never seen Zodiac before.
1: Zodiac. Who directed that?
2: David Fincher.
1: Oh, right. Okay.
0: And... um, absolutely loved it very fun uh very good uh it's
2: surprisingly good
0: yeah right you don't think it's gonna be because i think you're just conditioned by like this i mean especially now in this like uh you know true crime laden society (laughs) like it really feels like when somebody says like it's the true story of the zodiac killer you're like this is gonna this is gonna be terrible yeah very good
1: I had the same reaction, too, because I'm not really a true crime person in general. I'm either going to watch a documentary or I'm, or, you know, and even then. But, uh, I would, you know, good filmmaking will really do that to you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah you, can uh, always,
0: you can always rely on Fincher in in that sense, I suppose. Well, I think
2: Fincher has, like, really let his name sort of carry a lot less weight nowadays. Mm-hmm. Um because of his lending of it to, like, House of Cards, which blows. Right. Um, <laughs>
0: Whoops. And, uh... <laughs> and, um, what's she called? What, mind Mindhunter, which Hunter? also kind of blows.
2: I have not seen that one, but... And then he did, like, Girl with the Dragon Tattoo, and... I don't know. There's been a whole bunch of movies I didn't really watch and, like, kind of got mediocre reviews. So I feel like it's been a long time since, like, the days of Seven and, and you know sort of just being able to be like, well, David Fincher's making it. So it's going to be really cool looking and interesting at least. Right. Um, but yeah, well, I mean, I remember when Zodiac came out and it was just like an incredible, it, it's more, it's less like a true crime. Well, I guess you could, con, you could call it true crime, but it feels more like a, um, like all the president's men kind of movie. Yes. Uh uh-huh. Where totally. it's just like people just sort of getting obsessed with uh, a, like a, like a story being journalists and sort of like wanting to track down what's really happening. And then you follow them doing that and it gets more and more tense and dangerous and it's cool movie.
0: Yeah. It's, um, I think if I was going to critique one thing about it, it's that I think there's one too many characters, Mm. I think. Mm. And I understand like the tendency is when you're telling a true story to try to just keep to the facts and like, don't try to, you know, fuck with it too much. But I think that it's like, it, with Jake Gyllenhaal kind of like emerging in the back end as like the main character, because he's not really the main character in the first half at all. Yeah. There's so many people in the beginning, and then like he kind of emerges as like the one obsessive who's going to keep the thing going. And it kind of feels like if that's the case, like I kind of felt like once that happened, I was like, oh, I don't really feel like I know Jake Gyllenhaal that well. <laughs> <laughs> like, if anything, I feel like Robert Downey Jr. had kind of been the main character of the first half. Right. Um, For and sure. then by the second half, you're like, well, what the fuck is he even still doing here? When he goes to visit him <laughs> a second time, you're like, I don't even care what you're up to. <laughs>
2: uh, yeah, I I, uh, I think it, it... Well, I remember at the time, people were complaining that it was all sort of based off of Jake Gyllenhaal's character's book. Right. Which I think people have varying degrees of criticism of. Um And, I mean, obviously, it's a a thing that's never been solved. And the movie sort of tells you its theory, you know? Right. It's like, oh, it's this guy. But some people don't believe that.
0: Yeah, dude, because it feels like they... um, I mean, it definitely feels like they they settle on the one guy, right? By the end of it, they're like, look, he didn't call during this time. He was in jail. And they they have the whole thing set up, and they're like, this is the guy. But... it also feels like they're trying to hedge it a little bit by being like, But maybe it wasn't that guy 'cause he goes to the <laughs> he goes to the, the the gay guy's house who worked as the projectionist or whatever. Yeah and yeah. he's like, That's my handwriting. I have zodiac handwriting. And mm-hmm. it kind of feels like at that point they're like, Maybe this is Zodiac, but they don't really explore <laughs> any of that stuff enough to, to to really
1: They're like, uh budget's up, goodbye. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) It's like at
0: some point they're just like, and that's the news. See you later, (laughs) everybody. (laughs) That's been Zodiac. Hope everyone had a great time. (laughs) Yeah. Um, Uh, Yeah, and
2: I, I think it's an interesting idea that they're just like, well, we don't know for sure, so let's not, you know, let's not go ahead and say for sure this is what happened. But in terms of a movie... I don't know how good of an ending that is. It's just like, and then no one ever knew, but it was probably this guy, but we don't want you to think it was.
0: (laughs) (laughs) But that's the thing is, it feels like it's trying to have its cake and eat it too in that way, where it's like, it wants to be like, it wants to point the finger at this one guy, but then it's also trying and failing to point the finger elsewhere. It just feels like those things are like too little too late. And really by the end of it, you're like, no, it's definitely this guy. (laughs) <laughs> the movie says so.
2: Yeah. With and all the that poor guy's
0: family, like, he probably has, like, relatives <laughs> and stuff who are, like, I mean, I get he's, like, a, a pedophile and, like, not a good guy overall, but, like, still, I mean, like, what if he's not the Zodiac killer?
1: <laughs> <laughs>
2: yeah. Especially since we all know Ted Cruz is the Zodiac killer.
0: It was Ted Cruz's dad, right? Oh, I don't know. <laughs> or was it Ted Cruz is the Zodiac killer and Ted Cruz's dad killed JFK? I think I, that's the meme. It was the all meme. the
1: the thing was that Ted Cruz is the Zodiac killer. There was many T-shirts. It was a wild summer filled with optimism. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
2: <laughs> remember those days? <laughs> Last year, <laughs> um,
0: it was crazy. Yeah, so I don't know if I have anything else about uh, about the Zodiac killer. I like that it really captures the that little junior detective feeling very well, where like. Um, like with uh, like people in our generation and like Epstein, it kind of feels like it's captured that sort of uh sensation of like mm-hmm. when they talk to Gyllenhaal and they're just like, why the fuck do you care so much about this? And he's like, I don't know. It just is. <laughs> and you're like, I get that. I definitely yeah, I <laughs> I'd sympathize with that feeling. <laughs> mm-hmm. So it captures that pretty well, but I think it, yeah, I mean, I think it's, it's, it's mostly really good so
2: yeah well I mean I think it's besides the sort of plot things that we sort of were talking about I think it's saved by having really fantastic performances and then being like one of Fincher's like most like anal retentive movies where he's just like it has to look exactly like this and I'm gonna make a thousand takes because I want the things in the background to look right and like it all looks pristine but like effortlessly
0: yeah i watched an interview with one of the guys who like got fucking stabbed by the real zodiac and he was like he was like the scene where like they show me and my girlfriend get stabbed he's like that's exactly how it happened and like we (laughs) never talked about it fincher just nailed it That's crazy. (laughs) That's fucking wild.
1: Maybe David Fincher's the zodiac.
2: Yeah,
0: Yeah, what if it's Fincher? What if, man?
1: I wouldn't put
2: it past him. And he's taunting (laughs) us with
0: Mind Hunter. He's like, You (laughs) think you can hunt my mind? (laughs) Think again.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Time to put on my woodsman cap and go hunting (laughs) for (laughs) minds.
0: Yeah, he's like Elmer Fudd, but with like a giant, like, <laughs> like brainiac brain.
2: Yeah, he takes off the big Elmer Fudd head, and, and it's, all it's all brain, brain under there. <laughs> David Fincher's Megamind. <laughs>
0: oh, that's fun. Yeah, yeah. Well, Brian, what did you watch this week?
2: Uh, so. I'm not sure which one I want to talk about. I wanted to... Uh, last week, I watched a bunch of stuff. And one of them... I think I'll just talk about this one. I uh, watched He Got Game. Okay. Oh, with, uh, okay. With Denzel Washington and Ray Allen. American classic. Mm-hmm. A Spike Lee joint. Um, I don't really remember why I threw it on. Uh, but I watched that movie when I was in high school. And I remember really liking it. But yeah. I don't really remember what happened or it was like so long ago and uh, my boyfriend hadn't seen it and so I thought I'd, you know, we'd watch it. And it was surprisingly, uh, I don't know, relevant, I guess. Um, One thing I like about that movie is that it feels like it was sort of talking about a lot of the same things that Do the Right Thing was talking about, but in a much more subtle way. Hmm. Uh, In that it's sort of, so the movie, for those who haven't seen it, is just about this guy who sort of gets this gambit with the warden of his prison. He was he's in prison, Denzel Washington, and he. Uh, the warden is like, "I want your son, who is like basically going to be the next LeBron um, or Michael Jordan, uh, to go to my alma mater, and uh, if you can convince your son to go to my alma mater, I'll let you let you out early." Sort of this. A little bit implausible premise, um, right? I mean, we don't we don't know if that's something that could ever happen, but um, that's what happens in the movie. And so he's let out for seven days, sort of secretly, um, to get his to convince his son to to go to uh, a college and play basketball there. Um, and then it's this weird, incredibly heart wrenching, very difficult movie about this guy who's done really bad things, uh, and what sort of what forgiveness is because it's like the son doesn't want to talk to him, hates his guts um, because of what he did uh, to go to jail. Um, But then it's sort of like, well, he doesn't really want him in prison. And I think it's one of the, it was, it's a movie that I've never really seen tackle the idea of like, sometimes people who are in prison have actually done bad things. Right. And we need to sort of have a referendum on does prison you know, as prison abolitionists, why would we want to put someone there if it doesn't help anything? If it's like, it shows all of like what happened to his family after he went to prison, even though he did this bad thing and he's kind of an asshole. Um, and, and then it sort of, but it, it doesn't actually ask any of these questions. It doesn't, it doesn't ever feel preachy. It's just like, here's what would happen if he came back for seven days. Um, and then that's all wrapped up in these questions about what is prison, what is forgiveness, what is restorative justice um and like how do uh you know how does basketball and that whole association and as an American institution affect black people and black culture and it's just full of all this stuff and it's it was really weighty. <laughs> I wasn't yeah. really expecting it. <laughs> I was sort of just like. Oh a fun movie where Denzel's a really good actor and it's about basketball. That's right. what I remember. <laughs> <laughs> uh but it's great. Um
0: Dude, I, is there a is there a documentary about the Harlem Globetrotters? I feel like there's gotta be, right? <laughs>
1: Jeremy, why are you always trying to talk about the Harlem Globetrotters? Because <laughs> it's
0: so much fun. <laughs>
1: they ha- and they I'm have just thinking nice like that would be song. a really
0: cool, like lighthearted Spike project if 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 you're like- listening, Spike.
1: <laughs> I feel like there must be, like right. I think there's like a really fluffy one floating around there, mm-hmm. where it's just like, and here they are. Yeah. <laughs> like...
0: Well, there was the there's, um... a, there's
2: one called uh, Harlem Globetrotters, the team that changed the world.
0: Okay. All right. Um,
2: don't know who directed it. I'm. Do you
0: yeah. remember there was that um, SNL sketch about the Harlem Globetrotters before uh, integration? I think no. it was SNL. It might've been a different, it might've been a different show, but it was a show about like the Harlem Globetrotter or it was a sketch about like the Harlem Globetrotters uh, when it was an all white team and they just sort of oh. like bounce passing <laughs> it to each other in a circle.
2: <laughs> oh, I did see that. <laughs> I forgot that that was the joke. <laughs> yeah. I'd watch I'd watch ai do- I love a basketball documentary. I've yeah. talked about a few of them on here. Um, <laughs> But yeah, I, um, you know, Spike Lee has some movies that are, uh, you know, he, he's really all over the place sometimes. He has some pretty hard misses. But yeah, when yeah. he hits, I think he really hits. And it's funny because I, <laughs> I read this article from ESPN or it was, it was a review from ESPN at the time um, by Bill Simmons, who is like sort of a Twitter guy now who like people like. Um, But it was just incredibly negative, and he was like Neil deGrasse tyson Tyson Tysoning the movie, Mm -hmm. (laughs) where he was just like, you know, it's actually illegal for agents to talk to these people, (laughs) so Spike, you should have done your research <laughs> it's like <laughs> like his whole thing is that it's not realistic and it's really bad because of that and also he's like that's so so i'm offended that the only white character is a whore <laughs>
0: <laughs> Dude, the real um, the real neil degrasse sir. tyson take <laughs> the neil sir. degrasse tyson take would yeah, be like game is a um, um, game is an abstract concept you cannot hold <laughs> oh yeah. my god it's so Is that an object annoying? you get
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs> Actually if you look at the data White men can jump <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs>
2: uh, Just sometimes generally Not as high as other People
0: <laughs> um, But yeah Spike is like His his career just overall You're right is like a bunch of Big swings a lot of big hits, a lot of big misses. Seems like he works himself into these grooves where he has a few really good ones in a row and then a few really bad ones in a row. It seems like he's in a good one right now. I've heard really great things about um, The Five Bloods.
1: Mm, I, I haven't I really want to watch it. I haven't watched it yet. Crooklyn was one of my favorite movies of all time.
2: Yeah, Crooklyn is great. Yeah. Yeah. He has a, yeah, he has a lot of good ones. I mean, especially the early run of, like, Mo' Mobeta Mo, Mo Blues in School Days. And yeah. Do the Right Thing. But, yeah. It, and then Malcolm I X, X is, like, she, like,
0: 96 or something? When is that oh, from? Oh, yeah,
2: that movie is incredible. Yeah, but is that and in the middle, or is
0: that, I feel like that was still pretty early for him.
2: Uh, yeah, I don't remember. I think it's pretty early. It's before She Hate Me.
0: <laughs> 92. <laughs> Ninety two, yeah, so it's only three really. years after do the right thing. That's wild. It feels much more. He's so ahead of his time all the time. It's wild how modern his movies always feel.
2: Yeah, I feel like people really liked Black Klansmen, but I feel like there was like this big discussion where it was like, "Why is this movie such propaganda?" And then right. like uh, no one really cared.
1: <laughs>
0: yeah.
2: People are like, I like it though.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what are you going to do fun, about it? I like it. <laughs>
1: yeah, it's, don't I like it though.
2: What am I supposed to do? Stop liking True Detective?
0: <laughs> Dude, there's some crazy ass fireworks going on outside my house right now. I was about to say. Yeah, I was like, "Oh, is that fireworks?" <laughs>
1: you, uh, podcast and live from the psyop.
0: Yeah. <laughs> I'm Speaking here at of... NYPD headquarters. <laughs> Speaking of
2: cops. <laughs> 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 <laughs>
1: Uh, but really, speaking of prison, uh, yeah, let's get actually. into the movie. Yeah, let's get
0: into it. <laughs> yeah,
1: uh, a really thoughtful, nuanced take on prison abolition. <laughs> yeah,
2: <laughs> Rickio, the story of Ricky is yeah. the movie we watched this week.
0: The 1991 uh, classic uh, Hong yeah, Kong classic martial film. arts comedy film.
2: So you and Katie have seen this movie yes, before, many, right? Many yes, times. Many okay. times. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and Bryn, uh, you had never seen this before.
2: Right. No. I uh. consider myself something of an aficionado of very bad movies. Mm. Um, so I was I was expecting I was like this was one that was always on my list. Um as like people always talk about it as like a so bad it's funny movie. And I was surprised as to what this movie actually is. So why don't you give us a, a rundown of what happens?
0: Yeah, so uh, Ricky O is, uh, takes place in the year 2001, uh, mm-hmm. in the future. <laughs> and, ten um, years. <laughs> ten years in the future, in 2001, in a crazy, mixed-up, alternate earth where prisons are private institutions, where <laughs> oh, people are thrown away for next to no reason, where uh-huh. guards and prison gangs alike intermingle and 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 trade power with one another, and 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 uh, you know, a, a corruption just across the landscape.
2: Yeah, and they use peep, they use prison labor and don't pay them. Yeah. Yeah. In wild, cra- wild crazy yeah. Stuff. <laughs> and,
0: and prison is just a wildly violent place where you have to wonder like what the reformative properties even are. A crazy future <laughs> we couldn't possibly imagine here in twenty twenty.
1: <laughs> right. Yeah. Thank God we learned from this 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 sage Ricky O. Yeah. <laughs> Lord and Savior Ricky O came down from the mountain, punched a hole through prison and said you're free and so prison was over
0: <laughs> um Thank but goodness. yeah so so this tells the story of ricky a uh a young man who uh is is locked away uh for murdering a gang member who or a gang boss who killed his girlfriend sort of sort of uh, <laughs> <laughs>
1: Kind of just seems like she's clumsy.
0: Yeah, it kind of just seems (laughs) like she ran off the edge of a building. (laughs) Kind of all loony toons. You don't find that out till
1: later, though. (laughs)
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. But so (laughs) the story is Ricky goes to prison, and um, he what he finds in prison is a uh, a a wild hierarchy of just um, increasingly more and more violent people uh, in and flamboyant and flamboyant and and yeah, just fun (laughs) characters top to bottom, He's, he has to fight his way to the top of the prison for not really any reason except that he just keeps seeing uh, vulnerable people picked on and he just can't help himself but to yeah. but to fight the powerful people to, I guess, make their lot in life better. Um, yes. and which s- never works. Never works, no, <laughs> not until the very end when he does what would have been the reasonable thing to have done kind of right at the <laughs> beginning. Uh, it doesn't seem like right. anything was holding this back.
1: Um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's the crazy thing It's like he is literally invulnerable so why yeah. couldn't he just like straight up you know kill everyone right out the gate and and free everyone? I feel right, like right. so so you, this is so yeah this is something out...
0: that we're missing from this plot <laughs> recap is that what Ricky... you find out <laughs> yeah go ahead. about
2: really quickly in the movie is there's a flashback where he's a young boy and his uncle who is also magic uh is like you're magic, and uh rickio turns out to have trained to a point that he is basically invulnerable he's superman uh he has seemingly no limit to his power unless the plot calls for it right um but at any point seems to be able to murder anyone (laughs) and not get hurt and you know he the very opening scene he has bullets Still in his body yes. from when he got shot, from when he killed the gang members. Right.
0: So this is what we're talking about, right? Is that the 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 plot calls for it at times, and in this case it's that he could have like the the very fact that he's even in prison is wild because you <laughs> shoot him and nothing happens. <laughs> I was
1: about to say he gun does nothing on him. <laughs> And then people are like, what if we try a knife? I'm like, gun already lost.
2: (laughs) Don't you know the rules of rock, paper, scissors?
0: (laughs) If you throw gun, you win the whole game. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Um, But yeah, I mean, essentially that's the story, right? Is he fights his way through all these gangs and then uh, he kills the warden. And then he fucking punches a hole through the wall of the prison and and frees everybody. And uh, that's it.
2: Right. It's basically the game of death, like the Bruce Lee movie, uh, where he has to like go through different levels and do different fights. But it's all sort of in the same prison. And like there's um, (laughs) it's 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 uh, four different gang members or gang leaders who all control different wings of the prison who are called the gang of four, which is a weird reference. (laughs) Uh, But we'll get to that. (laughs) Um, And then he just fights them all and kills them all. In quick order. And then at the very end, after he kills the warden, then just breaks down the prison. So, which raises the question why didn't you do that the whole time, Ricky? Um, Because
0: there's still guards and shit. Like, (laughs) he didn't kill all them.
1: (laughs) Yeah, to charge up his key.
0: Right. Yeah. That's what it is. He wasn't
2: charged up enough.
0: Yeah.
1: Uh, So that's
2: the story of Ricky O. So, what I wanted to say about this movie was that. I was expecting it to be a so bad, it's good kind of funny movie, Mm -hmm. which it kind of is. Um, but it's more like a very funny movie on its own. Mm -hmm. That seems to kind of understand what it's doing. And, you know, it has incredible practical effects, which are sort of like rivaling any of the, um, like nineties body horror movies at the time. Um, Tons of insane gore. It's more like a Cronenberg movie, <laughs> and then it's also the shots, the cinematography, and the shot selection. The visuals in this movie are insane, and the like. There's shots in this movie that look like Roy Anderson or 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 Yoderowski.
1: Um, yeah, let <laughs> like me it make, looks like the Holy
2: Mountain in certain. Let me places. make this
1: clear. People who say this is so bad it's good are missing the point. This yeah, is just wrong. a good movie. <laughs> This is That's just right. a good movie. I'm sorry that you can't understand that, and you have to only enjoy things ironically. Is just a good movie. Yeah, it's or, <laughs> or it comes from like
0: this place of of an understanding of of art that, like, fun is almost uh, secondary to you know uh, like creativity. Where like it's, you know, what it reminds me a lot of is, um, uh, like. I mean, it's just general snobbery, right? It's like beer snobbery is what yeah. I was thinking of is how, like, people just refuse to admit that a fucking Budweiser is a very good beer and this is a very good movie. <laughs> you know, not everything has to be complex and, like, you know, meaningful and substantial ways. Sometimes you can just have fun watching the guy punch holes in people. <laughs> yeah,
1: like, come on, grow up.
0: <laughs> well, I also,
1: um, oh, I'm sorry, Bryn. No, no, no. I was just going to say, Jeremy knows this already, but uh, I have a funny history with this movie where uh, cis men who are interested in trying to have sexual concourse with me (laughs) uh, would always bring up this movie like a really cool thing I've never heard of before. And when I was younger, I would just lie about it. So I have pretend to watch this movie for the first time three different times. (laughs) Oh, wow. Uh and so it's it, it, people definitely appreciate it but like their uh, the lens is interesting.
2: Interesting. So what like the people the uh the lecherous goons who were trying <laughs> to get in your panties <laughs>
1: what were their
2: what was their take on it?
1: Oh, I think they just like they knew uh they they, they thought they were showing me something I've never seen before. That's so sure. cool. Which it is really <laughs> cool and fun. Um, I think their take is just that it's ridiculous you know I think they mm-hmm. were showing me a ridiculous artifact and I would act my way through reacting to fists exploding and heads getting smushed <laughs> really where's my Oscar bitch um, yeah.
0: <laughs> but it's what I was saying to you when we talked about this was that like it it's also just a very good movie to actually try to transport yourself into that mindset for Like, kind of what I was saying to to Brynn before we watched this, too, is that it's just, like, it's such a great first watch. Yes. That, like, (laughs) I'm so jealous of people who get to watch it for the first time, and I try every time I watch it to, like, really get myself back into that mindset of just, like there's going to be because there's always gonna be something that you forget like there's something in there that you forgot that happens this time it was that Ricky fucking trains by like desecrating graves
1: oh my god (laughs) that scene is so funny where it's supposed to be the hero's journey like the good guy that we're cheering for and he's just tearing apart a graveyard
0: a graveyard
1: <laughs> but it's so innocent it's like
2: it's just like well there's all these rocks here who gives a shit Yeah exactly it's
0: treated like how like you would treat the mountains in Dragon Ball where it's just like yeah. this is just an obstacle that's here that it's something cool to break so we're breaking it but it's yeah. like but trying to just enjoy like last night when I watched this I I just like cracked a couple of beers and just fucking sat and enjoyed myself it's such a like it's just such an enjoyable joyful experience
2: <laughs> It's very very fun and and So I had seen, um, as I was watching it, I realized I'd seen some scenes from it. Like, Mm -hmm. it's one of those things where if you've been on the internet for long enough, people have, like, linked you to GIFs or, like, YouTube videos of just, like, out-of-context scenes from
0: it. Yeah. It was Um, a
1: You're the Man Now dog classic. Yeah, exactly. Yeah,
0: and um, Um, The Daily Show, when it was Craig Kilborn, they used the, uh, (laughs) when, um, what's his name, the... The big guy, the big guy in the gang of four, when, when he smushes that dude's head, uh, that was yeah, they yeah. use that clip like every episode. <laughs> <laughs> um,
2: and yeah, so I had seen like the the first fat guy who they get to come mm-hmm. try to beat Riccio, and he just punches through him. Um, I'd seen that clip. I'd seen a few other clips, and uh, so that I felt a little bit spoiled. I was like, oh, that's what this is from. Um, but the one thing that really took me completely off guard <laughs> was when the <laughs> was when the warden just becomes long uh-huh.
1: yeah. <laughs> yeah he just becomes a weird puppet man yeah yeah
2: and that, his line uh, before
0: he does it kills me every single time when he's like if you're the warden of a men's prison you have to be the best at kung fu <laughs>
2: You have to. Or you have to be and the strongest
0: martial artist, whatever it is. It's something like that. I think that.
2: it's the best at Kung Fu. Well, we also watched it with... Um, this, we watched the sub, but we also watched the subtitles. Mm-hmm. So it was kind of interesting to get, like, a sort of better idea of what they were supposed to be saying along with the really terrible dub. Um, I yeah, think that's cause... where most of the funny... That's where most of, like, the unintentional humor comes from, mm-hmm. which is the... The the dub is just fucking hilarious and bad. Um,
1: It's the extremely 90s time where people were just phoning it in and it's like three different people. And they're (laughs) like, ah, we could just make them say whatever here, I guess. Mm -hmm.
2: And they weren't trying to do, you know, Chinese people or, you know, they were. it was just like white guys being like, well, if this was an American movie, what would this character be cast like? And it's like, I'm just going to do uh danny glover for this one <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: several um, of them are just like children
2: <laughs> yeah
0: <laughs> <laughs> there's the guy with the f- that he gives the flute to that it's just
1: like <laughs> 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 <Tweedledee> there's... <laughs> <laughs> yeah there's one guy who's texan for no reason that's like i i love that in early 90s uh anime dubbing too where they don't have cultural or Touch tones for a lot of the characters, so they're like, Oh, he's a surfer.
0: Yeah, uh (laughs) yeah, yeah. This one's from Brooklyn because he's in prison. (laughs) And then nobody else makes that actor's choice, so you're the only (laughs) Brooklyn guy.
2: (laughs) Yeah, it's like being uh, Daniel Day Lewis in any movie. Yes, uh huh. Um, But yeah, so. Uh, And then so this movie is very fun and I think very good just as a kung fu movie. Um, It's it's one of the most inventive. You know, it reminds me a lot of one thing I thought of. It reminded me of sort of an early Stephen Chow kind of movie Mm. um, of like Kung Fu Hustle or, you know, Shaolin Soccer where it's like, yeah, it's silly and stupid, but it's clearly on purpose. Right. Um, Like they don't think it's like this is a movie where we're taking it very seriously and you're supposed to be awe-inspired by our, like, very technical fighting. <laughs> like, there's no way that's the movie they thought they were making. Right. It's a funny movie where they kind of had a, an over-the-top idea and wanted to do a bunch of special effects. Um, And so I think it's a just a solid, fucking funny action movie. But at the same time, I do think there is some, like, snobby... Uh, takes to be had because the movie is very political yes (laughs) Uh um and it's hard to you can't really talk about the movie without mentioning that it's a sort of (sighs) maybe like a it seems like a, a movie that is about capitalist rotors in the post Mao era Uh, In China, and like where Hong Kong is at politically in the 90s, right? Um, and how they got there, and that's like in the movie for some reason. (laughs) Uh, and I don't really know, I don't,
0: yeah. I mean, I'm not as like uh, uh, up to speed on that sort of stuff, um, in terms of like like, Hong Kong, but like
1: visual cues in there, like how the warden's son is wearing like Western sneakers and shit like that, yeah.
2: And, you know, so the Gang of Four, if you don't know, listener, uh, was a group of four women who were sort of, like, in the Communist Party during Mao, but, like, were doing a lot of stuff under the nose of of uh, the sort of, uh, of Chairman Mao's authority. And uh, a lot of people had a real problem with it during the Cultural Revolution. Uh, and then once Mao died, it was found that they did a ton of treasonous stuff and very, like what we would think of as like corruption and like murderous shit. Mm -hmm. uh, And they were executed by the communist party. Um, So that's definitely like, this is a movie that is metaphorically talking about uh, a society uh, that has kind of just become a prison of like capitalism uh, and then Riccio is the savior. So I'm not sure if they're making like a direct comparison of like who he's supposed to be. But he's sort of this power fantasy of like a Chinese leader who's like, we're breaking out of Hong Kong <laughs> and we're going to end
0: capitalism. And also,
1: it- sometimes Jesus. <laughs> yeah, yeah, or
0: Jesus. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's also worth noting that it is a it, it's adapted from a Japanese uh, story. Like it was a it was a manga originally.
2: That's right. It wasn't making. But it is still Which it's I still a choice
0: seen. to, you know, to adapt this at that time.
2: Right. And I wouldn't claim to say that I know what the the makers were intending to really get across because mm-hmm. it seems very specific to Chinese culture that I don't really have a firm grasp on, but it is really <laughs> interesting that it's there and it sort of gives the movie this if if you aren't always just impressed <laughs> by the hilarious claymation special effects, there's also this to think about uh, and turn over your head because it's pretty interesting. Yeah, and to generally, see what kind like, of movie that culture would make.
0: Yeah, and like, what, like, wondering, like, what is this story, like, trying to say about prison as a concept, right? It, yeah. Because it, it does seem like the way that it views prison is as a largely just vicious, uncaring unhelpful thing like nobody seems like they're doing well in there they never do have, like, the the prison movie trope of, like, the old man who's just found his books, you know, and he's found yeah. some sort of, like, rehabilitation <laughs> in, like, his little bird that he takes care of, you know? <laughs>
2: like, yeah, no. Nobody
0: seems like anything's going fine for them in this prison. Any,
2: anyone innocent is torn apart, literally.
1: I, I didn't know this was based on a manga, but that explains some tropes that I, I didn't quite... Understand existing in a Chinese movie, mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. which is mainly Oscar, who's clearly a yakuza.
0: Yes. Uh, yeah,
1: and uh, I bet you know it's pandemic times, right? We all been locked inside a lot, and I was like, I I want I want this man to end me. <laughs> <laughs> Who Oscar? Just yeah. getting horned up at Riccio. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't care. Yeah, interesting
0: no. boyfriend watch for Riccio. <laughs>
2: Yeah. I mean, Ricky O is, a, like, the main character is gorgeous. Oh, yeah. I mean, like, there are, he's beautiful people yeah, in this movie. Yeah, and
1: that's why it's Ricky O versus that one uh, beautiful lesbian at the end, because they both <laughs> have the best hair in the whole movie. Yeah.
2: Is he the very coded gay one? Yes. Yeah. I don't remember what that person's name is. Uh, I don't remember any other names for that Andrew, matter. it's funny because they all have like the the American names they give them are really funny. Yeah. <laughs> they don't like really m- track. Yeah, they're with always what like
0: we would Charles.
1: <laughs> yeah, for some reason Andrew is always very funny. Yeah, yeah, like, uh-huh. they <laughs> killed Andrew. <I'm>
0: like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> But it's funny, the Gang well, of Four, they have, like, their little themes, and, like, one of them is a, is a Yakuza, one of them is just, like, a giant bear man, one of them has these, mm-hmm. like, cool needle-throwy things, and then one of them is gay, and, like, that's his <laughs> whole thing.
1: <laughs>
2: he's just very,
1: very gay.
0: <laughs> Nothing else is, about like, him.
1: <laughs> the most skilled fighter out of all of them, which really goes to show he's, you.
2: He's the one who's just like, I've touched your death's place.
0: <laughs> oh, Yeah! <laughs> Well that's a that's cuz this comes from the same school as like the manga came out around the same time I I believe as um Fist of the North Star. And so yeah, this yeah. particular style of anime is like really preoccupied with the idea of like pressure points that you can touch and blow people up. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah, like in that Quentin Tarantino stole for Quint Kill Bill mm-hmm. Volume 2. Yes. Um yes uh and so there's a lot of very strange stuff like that um oh and then we also didn't talk about how uh is the kind of guy who just wants does he seems like he's going to prison as from some sense of duty Yeah. yeah and then he like is just like well this is how the rules are and so i'm gonna be a good person and uh go to prison but then like he has such a code of justice and ethics that he's like, well, this is not right.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
2: it, can't, it can't be like this. And so he like sees someone getting picked on in like violence in the prison. And then it's just like, well, I better murder that guy. <laughs> and then he uh, sees uh, that on a whole wing of the prison, they're growing opium, um, which oh, is, <laughs>
1: that, which is crazy. Because he lights it on fire, and he yeah. seems to be standing in a literal opium tent, and he is standing right up, which shows you he really is very strong, because he should be doing, you know, stumble yoga in front of the tent.
0: <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah, and uh, he gets mad about it, and then is just like, well, opium killed my girlfriend, and then there's a flashback to where drug drugs are happening. <laughs> That's a really funny cultural thing. Yeah, like, what's his girlfriend thing. doing
0: in the drug den?
2: I think they just like live around there, because it's like Hong Kong. She's just like,
1: walking. <laughs>
0: yeah, she's she sees someone out. doing drugs, or several people doing drugs at the same time.
1: And they're yeah. like, she's seen us do drugs! <laughs> Get her.
0: <laughs> See, for me, drugs are just like Oscar's tattoo. <laughs> If you see my drugs, I have to kill
2: i, I must murder
0: <laughs> um, But they chase her what up to a roof, and then she just like runs off the edge of it like she 's in a looney Tunes, and she just falls and dies
1: that the first time I saw that scene, I laughed so hard I almost pissed myself i don 't know what about the mannequin just being it's thrown so funny off the oh yeah. like the how it falls is just so funny. <laughs> And yeah, yes. she just runs straight off the roof. Like, yeah. what? <laughs> yeah, I
2: had to rewind that one a few times so I could stop laughing at it. <laughs> uh, that was very funny. I mean, I I can't stress enough to the listener, having come, come into this completely, almost completely fresh-eyed, that this movie is fucking hilarious.
0: It's so much um, fun.
2: There's really not many... M- There's not many minutes that go by where something isn't happening that is either shocking you with how violent and how funny it is in terms of its um, very bad, (laughs) or not bad, but hilarious practical effects, or just the dub is so funny uh, in how bad it is. I think the only
0: (laughs) slow points in it are, like, basically... So one of the things about Ricky's character... Is that when he's not a murder machine, he's just like a massive bitch. He's just a huge pussy. And those are the times that really suck, is when they're like, there's like a scene with him and his girlfriend playing with model airplane and helicopter. (laughs) There's like a scene where he like gives a guy a flute. Like that sort of stuff is really boring. Yeah.
1: (laughs) You're supposed to like love Ricky because he can play a. a a blade of grass like a recorder and I'm just like dude knock it off
0: (laughs) (laughs) fucking cut it out get back to killing
2: (laughs) (laughs) I really liked that part I thought it was interesting that they took the idea of Ricky just being like I don't want to hurt anybody but I'm just going to murder people the whole movie (laughs) Uh, very seriously and he's always standing up for the little guy and I don't know I thought those parts were a little bit necessary because otherwise he would be like an insane person who has yeah. no motivation, I guess. Like, yeah, he's he's such a normal little kid in it's, the flashbacks. And then he's like, you know, he's a boyfriend and he has a girlfriend. And then, yeah, I feel like I liked those parts just in the contrast. I felt like it broke it up pretty nicely.
1: It's also completely Ricky O's fault that some of these people get killed. <laughs> that he's That's quote, true. Unquote, yeah. defending. So I'm like, <laughs> Ricky, mind your own business. Right, You don't want to get everyone
2: killed. He's too... De- he's like a dumb... He's a definitely a himbo. Yes. Oh,
1: oh like definition himbo.
2: Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah. There's not he's... a lot going on up there. You can see him in the eyes. <laughs> <laughs> Although
0: Beautiful. I will say, those, those remote control airplanes are not easy to fly. <laughs> uh, they're not, they're really not they're very technical machines
1: oh yes, they're very delicate and nuanced congratulations
2: <laughs> this is a I feel like I'm entering a conversation I'm not generally privy to
0: <laughs> I'm uh, always going on about my damn RC airplane it's
1: only a matter of time dude they're it so is expensive, do you think I... I haven't
0: thought about it? <laughs>
2: Todd from BB Pletus has a bunch of drones. Oh, really? He's always uh, always showing me his drones. I got my dad a Uh, drone
0: once. It was pretty fun to play with for like half an hour.
2: Well, he has like a really nice camera on his, so you can do a lot of cool stuff with it. Uh, But anyway, Ricky O is a himbo who doesn't understand how to keep anybody safe, but definitely tries really hard and has a good heart and has a good... You know, his code of ethics is such that he <laughs> he gets everyone killed, but it's like he always does the right thing in the moment. <laughs> uh, even though if he thought about it for a few seconds, he'd realize, maybe let this one go for a little while yeah. and then make a plan.
0: Well, he's like real yeah. life Goku. He's
2: Yeah, he's Goku. Except Goku becomes an asshole, but he's Goku in like the beginning, right?
0: Yeah. Yeah. Or- uh- he's got his like strong sense of justice he's got his lack of brain activity he's got his insane (laughs) unbelievable power i feel like he's he's a he's a fair shout for goku
1: yeah the the i for me the humor in this movie comes it's very quickly established that like you can't kill ricky O, and they keep thinking they can do it right like they (laughs) cut off his arm and he just so like he just like Ties a vein together And it's like oh, yeah, And that's... now he's fine So by the <laughs> time You get near the end Where it's supposed to be The pressure's on They're like Tying him up in Bars And like <laughs> like Weird uh, Industrial railings You're like He is What are you What you stupid Yeah if you don't it's watch fine. The rest of the movie
0: He's gonna get out <laughs> <laughs>
1: He's gonna get out
0: <laughs> <laughs> Yeah it, and it seems like A lot of it Is like Most of the movie Is in service of Getting us to The next big kill and each kill is wilder than the last and until the last one where you know the warden makes himself long and then the, all the more meat <laughs> to put through the chopper my dear you know i
2: couldn't stop laughing at how the warden is a man who they shaved his head to look like he had it, the no. balding sides. <laughs> yep oh my god that's so funny why would they do that why didn't they just
0: get a cast bald the guy, guy
1: with- <laughs> they had a vision and they were committed to it yeah. They needed a it's, good martial artist. They didn't use a bald cap. They just
2: shaved his head, yeah. and so you can see.
0: <laughs> not even well. They buzzed it.
2: <laughs> yeah, they didn't even like bick it on the day of.
0: <laughs> he's not in that many scenes.
2: <laughs> yeah, it's not. There's never. There's not one shot where it looks like he's really bald. Yeah. So it's what's very funny? What's
0: everyone's favorite? What's everyone's favorite kill? And what's everyone's favorite practical effect? I mean, they may be the same. Yeah. Because, I mean, it, basically, unless your favorite practical effect is big, long warden, then it's probably going to be the same.
1: I I liked uh, when he punches through the, the big bear guy's fist in the smush cage. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, I like that. I like the a... through the jaw, too. is is very fun.
1: Because, like, fist on fist is, like, such a, like, fighting, like, kung fu or, like, <laughs> anime trope. Mm-hmm. And he just... He just punches through his hand. It's yeah, that's incredible. <laughs>
2: uh, I think my favorite practical effect is everything with the warden, just because it feels so much like society or a Stuart, Stuart Gordon movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, it's really insane. <laughs> long, long, long warden um, is great. And then I think my favorite, like, um, what did you say? Like a fighting move thing? Or just
0: kill, yeah.
2: The, th- the thing that really, like... It's not even something Riccio does. Uh, the thing that really shocked me... Because you keep you, you, seeing this movie for the first time, you're like, oh, it's like this. It's going to be very crazy. Um, but the thing that really um, just, like, stunned me so much uh, was when they ripped the little kid's face off.
1: <laughs> uh-huh. Yeah! yeah. <laughs> that is, like... <laughs> I was like, yo, you already took his tongue. Why do you have to take his whole skin? <laughs>
2: <Right>. <laughs> but it just happens so quick and that you think they're going to let him go. Like the way they do it is like, otherwise we're going to take your skin. And then they're like, and you're like, oh, well, I hope he does that. And that doesn't happen. And then they just do it. <laughs> it's <laughs> like, <gasps> it's like, oh, fuck. And then he's got he, his face looks like a they live uh, alien. Yeah, and it's uh, really gross, Um, and that was very, it wasn't funny, but it was, uh, it made me react um, very bigly.
0: (laughs) I think my favorite, it's not a kill, but it's like a, it's a hit, I guess, Uh, it's very (laughs) early on is when um, that first bad guy that he encounters... Just the trips. Big fat guy? No, no, no. Before even the big fat guy, the old guy, when he just trips and falls face first onto some nails that are just there oh, yeah. for no reason. <laughs> <That's>, <laughs> there's that no explanation has, like... of why there's like an open set of nails.
1: <laughs> yeah, and it's so funny too, because it's like it implies that, like, Ricky O did it. And I'm like, it kind of seems like he just tripped. Yeah. Uh-huh.
0: <laughs> and, like, it's very clearly a mannequin. It doesn't look very good when he falls, but it looks great. <laughs> and it's, like, it really just, like, perfectly encompasses, like, what's to come in the movie, you know? Yeah. Um, I really love that. Kind
2: of nonsense. Yeah, exactly.
0: <laughs> and then my favorite practical effect overall is, is any time they burst through walls, because it never seems like they've done it with enough force. Yeah.
1: <laughs> Oh yeah, and you can see the strings in a lot of those shots yeah. too. I love it so much.
0: Like I love how like casually Ricky and the crew just like burst through that one wall. They just seem like they've walked through
2: it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's always very funny too. <laughs> I, there's so many good practical effects. Uh, I can't think of one that is bad. It's all just so funny.
1: I I also just really appreciate how uh, like cartoonish all the like characters outfits and like styling was mm-hmm. i was going to say this like like i said before like the visual style
2: really looks like yorowski sometimes and it's not just the cinematography it's the fucking like set decoration it's the costuming like there's so much detail put into some of that stuff that it 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 really kind of blows by because of everything else that's happening. But I couldn't believe it. I kept like pausing it, just being like, "Look at that fucking shot. It's so beautiful. Like, just looks really, really good."
0: Yeah, it's it's a fucking it's a great movie. I highly yeah. recommend it. Okay, good I movie.
2: think
1: <laughs> I like it. I, it's I... free. <laughs> It's free on Tubi right now, if you want to go <laughs> to the d- deep end. You know it's a good movie if it's on fucking Tubi.
0: <laughs> I don't even know what that
1: is. Tubi <laughs> is a either. free Roku station you can get. Oh. And it just has all the shit that all the streaming sites let their, like, uh, licensing laps on. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so <laughs> it's very random. Um, you have to watch ads, like, every, like, 20 minutes or something. Oh, but, no. Well... It's not too bad. I think it's less than that. But
2: mm-hmm. when you I guess twenty minutes probably it's like a commercial. Like it's not yeah. that bad.
1: Um but all the movies they have on there are just like shit like this where someone's like, Well, I'm not gonna re upload this to Netflix, <laughs> but somebody's <laughs> gonna need to see this. It is also on um Shutter right now. Oh um, it, Well If, if P for Shutter. Shutter, so I should have just <laughs> <it up> <laughs>
2: <laughs> I pay for shutter because my friend uh my friend directs a movie a show on that sh- on that channel. Um and I it's a live show and I and I can't download it. So I have to fucking pay for it to support my friend. <laughs>
1: wow. You're that's very nice of you.
2: Yeah, I mean I like the show. It's the that uh, Joe Bob's Drive-In
1: show. Oh yeah.
2: Yeah. It's probably one of the one of the best reasons to buy Shutter if you're going to buy it is you're going to watch that show. Yeah, and Shudder will be
0: invoicing you for that ad read.
2: That's correct. We are sponsored by Shudder. <laughs> we, hey. we are getting paid for that.
0: <laughs> hey, are exactly. you sorry to go to the scare office?
1: <laughs> I want to the visceral dread of watching a horror movie, but out not outside in my life. Inside my home. <laughs>
2: uh, just uh with no one around. Yeah, and uh, very easy. Anyway, so it sounds like we'd all recommend yeah, it. We don't have to for go sure. around, yeah. But this is a hard recommend. Uh, I was honestly very surprised. I was not not that I didn't trust you guys, but I was a little bit concerned that this was going to be a type of movie that I wasn't the biggest fan of. Mm-hmm. Um, but all of my expectations were uh, dashed, uh, and just superseded by, like, the first scene. Yeah. <laughs> like, once once they get in the shower and the old man falls on, like you said, once the guy falls on this, the nails and they cut his face open with a wood plane, uh, <laughs> I was like, I am 100% in for whatever this fucking shit is. Uh, it's a fantastic movie. It's politically really weird and interesting, uh, and it seems, like, super good just in terms of, like, being an anti-capitalist, anti-prison movie, uh, even though it, is barely about that at all it's more just a silly action comedy uh and i loved it a lot definitely run do not walk to see ricky (laughs)
0: um and uh yeah that's that's it for gen loss this week folks uh thank you for listening thank you for joining us katie would you like to plug anything
1: you can find me on twitter at katie rose or instagram at oh hello katie rose Listen to Jeremy and I's podcast. Falling out super, (laughs) super, super. (laughs) And uh, uh, it's fine. That's it. (laughs) (laughs) All right.
2: Well, you have other things. Thank you so much for uh, coming on the show and talking about Riccio with us. Thank you for sharing that movie with us. It's super great uh but other than that uh you can listen to my other show bp politus you can listen to jeremy's other show balling out super which katie just plugged uh <laughs> yeah. uh and then uh i guess that's all the plugs follow us on twitter go to our patreon uh com slash generation loss nope. and uh we Gen have loss, right? uh- Nope. no it is patreon. Generation, com lost. Slash generation lost Shit. twitter is <laughs> at gen lost um
0: <laughs> this is why you do it
2: <laughs> this is why i do it uh <laughs> uh and if you go to patreon you can uh get the list of the movies that we're gonna do in advance so you can watch along uh and then uh you can also get the discord uh privileges if you like a little discord yeah i'll never give it to you ass. if you
0: don't pay <laughs> Don't we even ask. Never.
2: Don't ask.
0: <laughs> don't you Great, fucking I ask me? Ask.
1: Great, I won't ask then. <laughs> oh, well,
2: I mean, special privileges for being on the show, Seriously? but
1: <laughs> see, there is a loophole.
0: Yeah, you don't know? listen to her listeners. This isn't Actually, you. You're not like that.
2: <laughs> <laughs> anyway, thanks for listening. This has been Generation Laws, and we'll see you next time.
0: Bye.